This is the Transcend Human Podcast, a weekly show where we learn what it means to rise above the human condition. We hope the conversation today is just what you need for the week ahead. everybody welcome back to the transcend human podcast it is great to have you with us december 19th 2022 so it has been two weeks Uh, i'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute but i think i've explained this before that uh, someone like me uh, perfectionist enneagram one all that good stuff uh, it's it is rough when your schedule gets uh, changed when it gets altered especially if it's up to you, right? If it's your fault or if it's your something that you did that requires you to, to miss something or do something out of sequence, um, life has just, it's all about ritual for me. And I, I get into this habit each week of doing things ritualistically. And it's really hard uh, when it doesn't work out the way that you want it to work out. But that's a personality thing. That's on me. Um, I'm working on that, but basically I got sick. So on, on the one hand, there's not a lot you can do about that. So last week I wasn't feeling well, um, that really put a damper on my ability to record the podcast, not just recording. My voice was terrible, uh, very raspy. Uh, I was coughing, so it, it wouldn't have been a great podcast to begin with. Um, in fact, if you hear a little bit of, of that in my voice right now, it's, it's still, it's just hanging on. It just wants to hang on so bad and I just want it to go away, but it is what it is. Uh, so I got sick and worse than being sick, I think was just the complete and utter loss of energy, right? The loss of energy that you get. And I don't know what I had. I mean, for all I know, I could have had COVID, uh, could have been the flu, could have just been uh, a sickness of some sort, like just, I'm, I'm ill. I got the cold, the common cold. I don't know. Whatever it was though, it, it put me down and out for the week. Now I worked the entire week, right? I, I did my work. I did my zoom calls. Um, most of that went off without a hitch, but just next to no energy at all. So that's what happened. Was not able to do the podcast last week, but here we are. So we're back. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about is that this is going to be the last episode of 2022 and the last episode, I guess the last episode of season three, if you really want to tie it up in a nice little bow um, and call it a season. So this will be our last episode, um, but I've got some cool stuff coming next year. Um, you know, just continuing with the podcast, continuing with our regular episodes. Um, I'm also doing an episode this month with another podcaster. Um, he asked me to come on his show, so I will be doing that. Um, not going to really talk a lot about that, but when it happens next year, um, I'll let you know all about it. And then I think I'm going to have him on, on Transcend Human as well, kind of do the swap Um, I don't really know what we're going to talk about um, when I have him on our show, but it's going to be great. Uh, it'll be my first interview, actually, of somebody outside of my uh, nuclear family. So look forward to that next year. 
And then Tammy and I have been, you know, working behind the scenes on the Foster series um, called Transcending Stories. And we've got a couple of really good ideas. We just haven't nailed them down yet. Um, Some things have happened with our uh, foster child. And we're just kind of waiting things out just to see how things go. Um, And depending on how they go, it'll kind of influence uh, the way that next few episodes of our podcast go that we record together. So there's that as well. Okay. One more thing. Um, Before we dive into our topic for today, uh, a little fun fact. So today is actually Sunday. It's not Monday. Um, I am recording this a day before it goes live. But I am not at home um, where I typically record all of the episodes of Transcend Human. Um, I am actually in Big Bear, California. Uh, my son and one of his friends wanted to go snowboarding. So I drove them up to the top of the mountain. And uh, while they're over having fun on the mountain, I am sitting in a parking lot and I am recording here. So it is a beautiful sunny day, probably around 40 degrees or something like that, which is just a bit colder than it usually is for us in California. Um, but we're at the top of a mountain. So, so there's your fun fact. Um, doing this today from Big Bear, California. All right. Our topic for today is a fun one. We are doing another transcendent rant. Uh, this will be my final transcendent rant of the year. We're calling it chapter three. Um, and so here we go. Most of this episode is going to be on a very common or similar topic. Um, and we're going to chunk it into three sections. So section one, everything dies. Section two, at some point it hits us and we'll wrap up with there are ramifications. Number one, everything dies. So I got to thinking the other day, um, and I'll tell you why later, um, why it hit me, but I really started thinking about this whole concept that nothing on earth remains. Now, my question is, what does that really mean? What does it really mean to us when we, when we are hit with that reality that nothing on earth remains? And I'm not just talking, uh, you know, like, oh, you pick a flower and it dies. I mean, everything has a beginning and everything has an end, right? There is nothing on earth that lasts longer than a lifespan or what the lifespan of whatever it is. So for a human, that may be 70 years for a big old massive tree. It could be thousands of years, but there is a beginning and there is an end. And so I think the reason I was thinking about it is because I got to thinking, why do we not think about this more, right? How is it that we can kind of put that in the back of our mind and just forget about it? Like I said, some things are very obvious, right? We, we watch a flower bloom and then it wilts and then it dies. And it's, it doesn't seem to phase us, right? It's just, it's life. It's the way it works. You, if you pick flowers, they're going to die. And flowers die season by season as well. But when you really think about it, you know, that thing, that flower, it existed Like it had meaning, it had purpose, and then it was just gone. Similarly, we are born 
We live for, I don't know, 70 plus years, and then we die. We're literally gone. And then you have this whole concept of the earth on a similar pattern, right? So even the the very planet that we live on was created, if, if you believe in creation, or came to be, if you are a scientist or you believe in the Big Bang Theory or whatever, but it started, right? The earth had a beginning. And I think we would all agree that at some point it will end. I mean, all you have to do is look at the stars in the universe. And I mean, we can see the evidence of the birth of stars and we can see the evidence of the death of stars. And friends, our sun is a star. So if our sun came into being at some point, and at some point it'll cease to exist, that means we as humans would cease to exist, right? Because the earth would not sustain itself without the sun. So I started thinking about those things. And again, I'll get to why um, I started thinking about these things, but I really want to bang home this concept that everything dies, right? That there is not a single thing on this earth, on this planet, that will not die. Number two, at some point, it hits us. So when do we start asking these types of questions, right? Not typically when we're young, right? We don't, we don't sense our mortality. We just think we're going to live forever. And it takes pretty big things to get us out of that frame of mind. It, it would take a pretty big thing to grab our attention in that area. Maybe a cancer diagnosis, or maybe you have a friend who dies way younger than they're supposed to. Uh, as a young parent, if a child were to die on you, I mean, these are all situations where you're walking down the road one day. And the next day, you're forced to deal with something that you didn't think you'd have to deal with. And that huge change or that huge um, fluctuation in your life is one of those things that can start you thinking about your mortality. Uh, another situation could be maybe there's a traumatic event, a traumatic event in your family or a traumatic um, event in your neighborhood. Maybe there's a natural disaster, right? That really causes you to think, oh my goodness, like that was really close. Whether it be a hurricane or flooding or the fires that we have in California. If you live through a few of these things, you can start to get this sense that the world is just unraveling. And then there's another option, right? There's another thing that can happen in your life that can force you to deal with your mortality. And this is really what led me to do this whole episode. So when you're at that age where your parents are getting up in age and your parents start having medical problems or they start aging to the point where you can really, really, really notice, um, that can be a huge catalyst in making you start to challenge, <laughs> challenge the status quo to start to think about your own life and to think about your own mortality. And that's what happened for me uh, last week. So my parents reached out and my dad basically said that he just went in to have his, um, his driver's license updated, just normal routine thing you do every year or two. Uh, 
Um, and when he was in there, you know, they had him do like an eye test and he could not pass the eye test at a level that they considered baseline or, you know, kind of a minimum level of eyesight in order to maintain your driver's license. And so he was basically texting us saying that, you know, his license had been removed or revoked and he would no longer be able to drive. And I think, you know, that's, that's way different from somebody texting you and saying that they have a cancer diagnosis or that, you know, they have some other terminal illness that, uh, that is potentially going to take their life. But it was still huge. I mean, this was a huge moment in his life. And it was a huge moment in my life to, to get that news and to realize that this is an end of an era for him, right? You, you grow up, you learn how to drive, you get your driver's license. And that driver's license is a huge piece of who you are. It's a huge piece of the freedom that you feel and the freedom that you have to transport yourself, you know, where you need to go. And that was taken away. And it just hit me, right? It hit me with this like sense of finality. Like that's one thing that he'll never get back, right? That's, it's a, it's a step in that process toward the end. And it was just sad. Now, those are all things that you can experience as a very young person, right? These are things that could catalytically catapult you out of your frame of reference, out of your frame of mind, into this thought about everything dies, about our own mortality. But when you get up in age yourself, right? So, you know, I'm over 50. Um, I don't typically think about my, my death or my own mortality. But again, I've started to, I think I've started thinking about it more just because of this incident that happened with my dad. And, you know, as I get older and older, it makes sense that you're going to start to struggle with mortality, right? I mean, at this age, it just starts to become a reality. You have friends who may start passing away. Uh, Maybe you experience more and more medical issues yourself you probably start to slow down. You realize that you can't do the things that you always used to do. Maybe you lose some of your energy. Maybe your eyesight starts going. I mean, I think, you know, the crazy thing is for Tammy and I both, we, we always joke that the eyesight thing is the worst, right? That it's, it's that one thing that gets everyone. And I don't mean eyesight like, you know, oh, I need glasses because I can't drive or can't see far away. It's the whole thing that happens when you turn 40, 42, 45, somewhere in there, everyone starts to lose their close-up vision, right? And that's why they make readers because your eyes start to go. And it isn't just some people. I think it's everyone. I think everyone starts to lose that ability to read close up when they pass a certain age. And so we always joke about that. Like, that's so frustrating. It's frustrating that, you know, you... You can see great down the road, but then you put something in front of your face and it just becomes difficult. And then you're playing the whole game, right? Between I'm trying to look at my notebook and then I look up at my computer screen and it's two different distances and it just doesn't work as well anymore. And so, you know, it's, it's another example of one of those things that eventually is going to force you to have that, that conversation with yourself, right? That, that everything 
dies. Number three, there are ramifications. So when we do hit that point, right, when we do recognize that everything dies, including us, how does it feel? How does it impact us? Now, my assumption is that many people ask the God question, right? People who may never have thought about God a day in their life. I feel like this is the kind of time in their life when this stuff comes up, at least comes up the most or is the most impactful at that time, right? When that feeling hits you that everything dies, does it make you feel or does it make you ask the question, does God exist? In other words, when you realize that our lives are but a small blip on an eternal timeline of life, does that make you more or less likely to believe in a God? Now, this is a really important question. Like, this, is, this is one of the first things when I thought about doing this episode. You know, the, the whole everything dies concept is what really caught my attention. But I immediately went to that next question of, when you realize that everything dies, does that do anything to you? And, and how does that impact your spirituality, right? Is that a, um, one of those things that automatically points you back to the question about God and the existence of God? Now, that's a very important question, but there's another question, right? There's another question that kind of just follows right along behind that. When you're, when you're thinking about your own mortality and, and the meaning of life and all of those things, there is another question that's pretty important, and that's the morality question. So the question, where does morality come from? You know, when, when we embrace our mortality, does it impact our morality? Does it impact the way we live? When we start to think about the fact that our lives are so short does that make us think about our morality, like how we're living? And if it does, why? Where does that sense of morality come from? Have you ever thought about it that way? I mean, on a surface level, if you believe in God, then you kind of have a reason for moral living, right? I mean, you have God, you have Jesus, you have the Bible. You know, there's all these, um, there's all these traditions in the Christian faith that point toward legalistic stuff, right? Being good, doing good for others, serving, uh, tithing, whatever, whatever it is, I'm not going to, you know, go off on a tangent about, you know, what it means to be a Christian, but there's definitely beliefs in there that suggest moral behavior that suggest moral living. So that's, I mean, that's not rocket science, but if you don't believe in God, if you don't believe in like a higher power or a creative being, then where does the morality come from? Where does that morality piece actually come from? I've always found this question fascinating. Why would people choose to be good or do the right thing in any situation if there's nobody telling them to do it? I mean, there is nothing in science that suggests morality right? In fact, science suggests much more pragmatic behavior, like survival of the fittest, making yourself and your needs the center of the universe, right? In the scientific or the evolutionary model, there's no place for morality, only survival. I mean, a while back, I did hear an atheist explain, you know, why morality was important in his life. So this person basically said that it 
it came from two places for him. The first is society and social norms. So it wasn't the thing that the thing was morally right or wrong. This person just didn't want to fall outside of the social norms. In other words, if it's socially acceptable to be generous around the holidays, then not doing so might make you look like less of a team player, even though you don't have a moral obligation to be generous, right? And the second thing the guy said was he talked about leaving a legacy. So for him, being a, you know, a moral person trying to do the right thing was something that he was doing for his kids, something he could pass down to his kids, and ultimately it would make their life a little better in the future. Interesting, right? And to follow that up, you know, one of the ways that atheists and, and scientists often explain religion, especially Christianity, is that it was uh, something made up by the weak. So, you know, people who aren't okay with this idea of their mortality, that this whole idea that everything dies and that, um, you know, you have a beginning and you have an end, that because we were so weak, we had to create a narrative, one that gives us purpose and meaning, right? One, one that helps us have some hope in life so that life doesn't seem so, um, such a waste of time, I guess I could say. But whatever you believe, everything still dies, right? Someday we will die. And each of us is going to have to figure out these questions for ourselves. What do we believe about God? And what do we believe about morality? because we all die. Let's land the plane. So that was kind of a negative note to end on. Um, <laughs> but thanks for indulging me in another transcendent rant. Um, like I said, this one turned out to be pretty focused on one topic. It's just, it had been rolling around in my head for the past two weeks, ever since I got the news um, from my dad about his eyesight. And it just wouldn't let me go. Um, and I'm sure that many of you have had these same thoughts or these same questions. And maybe there's some of you who have never thought about this stuff, but I'm sure in the future you will. At some point in time, there will be a stimulus that will create a response in you. Um, and that will come to the front of your mind. As a young person, it could be something crazy, right? It could be the death of a, a close friend. It could be a natural disaster. Or as you get up in, up in age, you know, it could be, your parents' medical condition, or it could be your own medical condition. Um, but at some point, you will be faced with this concept of mortality. For me, um, like I said, I've had the conversation this week. And I'm sure I've had it before on some level, but this week it just really needed to be answered again. So I went back over it, and I answered the questions again. First, I believe in God. And second, I believe that the morality that I, that I choose to live in my own life is tied up in that. It's tied up in the, the God who created me and how he created me to be. And I believe that we don't have to be afraid of our mortality because he made a way for us to live past the earthly expiration date, the one that we're all so afraid of, that mortality that whole concept that everything dies. That's the piece we get hung up on, and that's the piece we get afraid of. But he made a way so that we can finish strong and then be raised from the dead to live forever. 
something that we can't even begin to comprehend with our limited little minds, but something that I cannot wait to see for myself. Like I said, everyone, this is the last episode of the season. Um, it was pretty short and to the point, but I really, I really wanted to get this off my chest before the end of the year. So thank you for hanging in there. Thank you for indulging me um, in one last transcendent rant. Um, next year, we will be back. Uh, we'll have a, an entire new season full of episodes, including Transcending Stories with Tammy. And, you know, we'll throw in some really cool stuff along the way as well. Um, may do another couple series. Um, may start doing a few more interviews. But it's going to be great. And I can't wait to do it with you. So until next time, everyone, uh, have a great holiday season. I will see you in, I don't even know, let's call it a month. Um, but have a great holiday season. Enjoy your friends, enjoy your family. Um, and as always, everyone, keep transcending human. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Transcend Human podcast. If you're interested in the show notes for this episode, head on over to transcendhuman.com forward slash podcast and navigate to the episode you're looking for. On the website, you'll also find blog posts, podcast series, and other helpful resources to help you navigate the Transcend Human ecosystem. You'll also find links to our social media channels, and as always, if you have questions, feel free to contact us at info at Have a great week, everyone, and we'll see you back here on Monday morning.